All right, everybody. Adam Clef with the Backdrive Podcast Hard Knocks Episode 2 review. I wasn't able to get on the horn last night, but back on today sharing my thoughts about the second episode of Hard Knocks featuring the Lions. Definitely uh, a good episode. I think if you're a regular NFL fan, you probably liked the first one better just because of the the excitement from that one with the Dan Campbell speech, Aaron Glenn, Deuce Staley going at it, Jamal Williams, uh, all that stuff. The second episode definitely lacked some of those moments, but for me as a Lions fan, I actually preferred it to the first episode. I feel like uh, it got some interesting nuggets just about the team, about some of the players, and about how the roster is is maybe getting configured as we head into the regular season. Um, for this for this episode, they kind of focused in on Malcolm Rodriguez, uh, David Blau, and the running back room with DeAndre Swift. Um, you got some really, really interesting stuff I kind of gained from that. Um, obviously still some Dan Campbell speeches, but also got to hear Aaron Glenn address the team, which was pretty cool. Um, I, I guess I'll start with, with the linebackers because it's been, man, it's been years since the Lions have had a good one. Um, basically the last time they had a linebacker who was good on all three downs was DeAndre Levy. And ever since then, they've struggled mightily. Obviously, they tried drafting Jared Davis. That didn't work out. He's back. But honestly, he might not even make the team. Um, It's just been a spot where they've really struggled. And there's been a lot of buzz, even before this episode, uh, just in Lions media and Lions fans about Malcolm Rodriguez. He is a six-round pick from Oklahoma State. Um, kind of a smaller guy, but seems to be pretty strong <laughs> if you uh, watched Hard Knocks. At the end of the day, he's a six-round pick. Um, that's not to say that six-round picks can't overperform, can't become starters. I mean, hey, if he's a starter in the NFL, that's a huge get for Brad Holmes in the sixth round. I think it's more of a question of, is he a real NFL starting level linebacker, or is he just a starter on the Lions because their linebackers are just so dismal? Obviously, they drafted a guy in Derek Barnes last year, but he's more of like a downhill linebacker. He even played a lot um, on the defensive line at Purdue. He's not kind of what the Lions are are looking for and need at a linebacker. The Lions desperately need a linebacker who can play on all three downs. I mean, Alex Anzalone was one of the better linebackers the Lions have had in a while last year. Like the fact that he wasn't a total liability um, was was a step up from what they've had in the past when they, oh my God, the Jelani Tavai, Jared Davis. I, there may never be a worse starting linebacker pair in the NFL. So, but then again, like Alex Anzalone is maybe a fringe starter in, in this league, if that, um, you know, and so I guess the, the main question is, right, is uh, Malcolm Rodriguez just that good or are the rest of the Lions linebackers like just that bad? And if I had to venture a guess, it would probably be somewhere in between. Uh, you know, Malcolm Rodriguez is impressive in camp, has been impressing. Obviously, flash some good plays in practice, flash some good pra- plays uh, in the game. And then you have just the fact that the rest of the linebackers are terrible and wouldn't start on a, your average high school varsity team. So, you know, that, that was interesting. I think Malcolm Rodriguez is going to play a lot of snaps for the Lions this year. So um, we'll, we'll see where that progresses. The other more interesting part I think that we we learned from the episode itself was DeAndre Swift. Um, you know, I don't want to, like, talk about too much stuff that I just don't know about. But based on the 
just purely based on what Deuce Staley said in those moments in the meeting room and in the running backs room, there may potentially be a thing with DeAndre Swift that he's not maybe a self-starter or, um, you know, I don't know, maybe he just doesn't like love, love the game. I'm not really sure how to phrase that correctly. Basically, Deuce Staley was saying that, you know, he's, as a coach, he's working to get the most out of DeAndre Swift and get to get DeAndre Swift to give him everything he has on the football field. So, you know, and it wasn't anything like, you know, you didn't see anything bad in terms of his attitude. I think it's maybe, maybe it's a confidence thing. Um, Maybe it's, you know, the fact that he's dealt with injuries. I also think, you know, the fact that the Lions haven't really used him as a bell cow yet, um, that has been a kind of a frustrating thing for me. I really hope this year, you know, he gets a vast majority of the snaps. And I think that's probably what they want to do. Um, he can be a three-down running back in this league. I do think, too, he's a little overrated by the fans and even, like, the fantasy community. But this could be a huge year for him. If he's able to stay healthy and the offensive line is able to stay healthy, I thought that was a great point made during the uh, the show. I don't know if it was an announcer or something that, that said it, but the starting five offensive line that was slated to be the starting five last year didn't play one game together as a starting five. Um, so right now they're all healthy, and that could be massive uh, for this team and for the running game and for a guy like Dondre Swift who you know, has the ability, I think, to be a 1,000-yard rusher and like a 500-yard receiver. He already has you know, gone receiving over 500 yards. It's just about maybe putting it all together for him. Um, so I don't I thought that was just an interesting point. Basically, if you didn't see the episode, Deuce Staley was in the coach's room talking about how, you know, he's going to try and get everything out of DeAndre Swift he can. Um, in that, you know, in, in the running backs room, he's telling Swift, like, you can be the best in this league um, and, and all that kind of stuff. And he's, he's riding him hard. Coaching-wise in the game, he, he kind of made a wrong read, and even after he scored the touchdown, he didn't get a congratulations from Deuce Staley. It was back to that, you know, zone inside zone play that he misread the gap on, right? And so it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how the usage is in the running back room, if they go with mainly Swift or if they do do another 50-50 split with him and Jamal Williams as they kind of did in a couple games last year. Um, but that was, that was just kind of some interesting insight uh, from – do Staley in, in the running backs room on maybe that, hey, this kid hasn't always been uh, all in. Um, but, hey, still love Swift, still think he's a talented player. I don't think he's, like, a bad person or anything like that. I don't even think he's lazy. I think it's more of just a, a situation where he's still getting his footing in the NFL three years in, and, you know, we'll, we'll see what this year has in store for him. Um, they also kind of went into Amon Ross St. Brown. There wasn't much new I gleaned from that other than, you know, what we already knew from last year, that he had a great rookie year. Things seemed to be progressing forward for him. Uh, love his dad. His dad, um, obviously, I knew with all the Mr. Universe stuff, but uh, his dad knows a lot about the team, man. He's talking about where everyone was drafted. He knew that the Hutchinson family would be up in the box, not in the seats with them. That was hilarious. Um, so so loved that part. Loved just hearing from Amon Ra and the stuff about 202 catches. That was that was super cool. Um also wanted to mention the Aaron Glenn speech to, to the team was, was pretty pretty interesting, pretty good. Cool that, that Dan Campbell um, gives his assistants um, that, that opportunity, that voice, that experience to, to let them uh, address the team in that way. So that was a, another cool part. Um, Aiden Hutchinson, man, again, they, they kind of talked about him. You heard a little snippet from Brad Holmes just talking about how 
Aiden Hutchinson is the type of guy who you don't even really have to ride, right? Like in the sense we were talking about DeAndre Swift, maybe needing that extra coaching, that extra push to, to get everything out of him. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson seems like the type of dude that is pretty much a self-starter, run, motor runs hot no matter what, doesn't need anyone to give him the pump-up speech before the game. And you heard it from Brad Holmes. He was like, I know where his mind is. I sleep well at night knowing he's on the team. And I think, you know, moves like that make a lot of sense when you're drafting there at two. And it's like, oh, do we take a guy like Hutchinson or do we take a guy who objectively maybe has even a little more talent and athleticism and Kayvon Thibodeau, right? But at the end of the day, you're the Lions. You desperately need a guy who can play defensive end for you. Um, start right now and be an NFL player immediately. And Aiden Hutchinson clearly gives you that. And then in the first drive of the, of the series, maybe, you know, kind of lost contain on that touchdown scramble, but... Um, did great things uh, on the drive, the tackle for loss, drawing the holding penalty, um, running Mariota out of bounds. Definitely, um, all, all, all things seem to be pointing up for him. It's just, uh, um, he's going to be an NFL starter. It's a matter of, you know, how high actually is his ceiling. Um, but any, you know, those were my main takeaways from, from hard knocks again, um, maybe a little less entertainment value than the first one, but I loved getting the insight. Um, just about the roster and, and where guys are at. And, um, you know, it, it's going to be interesting. I think they're, they're in joint practices right now with the Colts. So, man, still still a lot, long way to go in this preseason. A lot of hard knocks still left. Obviously lost the game, too. I don't know. Really don't need to get too, too deep into that with David Blau dropping the snap. Oh, my God. I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, the, the preseason games don't matter. I'm not going to get, like, all caught up in it. But, Golly, man! Can the Lions just like win win a freaking game without you know a heart like either like lose the game by a lot or just win it by a lot? Like the stuff where you're dominating the whole game and then your quarterback drops a shotgun pass and then you give up a hail mary on fourth and nine to lose it. Like what? What is this? You know? So that was, I mean, God, unbelievable. It just it just keeps perpetuating that that's the only thing that I think could be bad about it. Obviously, the whole same old Lions, all the fans are going to be in it. But you, you hope those players aren't like in the locker room like, holy crap, I can't believe that just happened. Um, the, the ones seem to play well, um, especially on offense. Not so much on, on defense. I, I would expect the ones to get a little more run in the second preseason game than they'd be uh, shut down. But anyway. Great, great second episode of Hard Knocks. Really enjoying the Lions uh, being the feature of it. It's, it's really awesome. Uh, so, anyways, have a great week, everybody. I'll uh, talk soon.